Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Mornings with Ben Davis. Yeah, 11.43, thanks for your company. Here until midday, uh, it has been a big show already. Uh, yesterday, before we... Well, before Graham Annesley stated the bleeding obvious that there was a process breakdown and there was a mistake made by the bunker in the Storm and Broncos clash, uh, a video went out to all the clubs to explain what a hip drop tackle was. Although the approach of the offender may differ slightly in each case, by now you can recognise that the most crucial element in differentiating the seriousness of each incident is the level of force applied directly to the ball carrier's legs. In this last example, while once again the three elements of grab, twist and drop are present, the reverse angle shows a significant distance between the legs of the ball carrier and body of the defender as he hits the ground. This is not a hip drop uh, and uh, it was not charged by the match review committee, uh, but there was obviously a penalty and a sin bin as a result of this that uh, were incorrect decisions. Wow. Uh, yeah, as I said, stating that bleeding obvious, it doesn't help the Broncos now. And, and what about that video? It sounded like an in-flight video you play on planes before you take off with the, you know, put the seatbelt on here and you put the, and in case of emergency, you do this. It was, wow, you couldn't sit through that for too long, could you? Uh, let's find out how that's been received at Clubland. On the line right now, the assistant coach from the Brisbane Broncos, John Cartwright. Man, I love having a chat to Carty. A very good morning to you. Um, is it a good morning after hearing that admission from Graham Annesley? Well, uh, mate, yeah. I feel sorry for the referees at the moment, to be honest with you, Benny, and good morning, mate. Um, it's, it, it's such a fine line. It's, new, it's pretty new to everyone, the hip drop. I've never known what it was, probably until the last sort of 12 to 18 months. Um, and to make that call uh, in that split second, it, it, it's, it's a tough one to say with his legs come in contact with his hips. And there's a lot of things that can happen. I really think they're just making it more and more complicated for the refs. I think with this type of tackle, mate, it, it, and I think I've heard other coaches say the same thing, and I'm pretty sure Kevy's of that opinion, that put it straight through the, to the uh, judiciary or straight through to the... They'll view it and then decide if there's a charge or not. But I think we're saying at the moment, sin bins and games are costing sides big time. And it doesn't matter yeah. how good a side you are, the game's that fast at the moment, and sides are so good at taking advantage of tall men in the opposition, it's, it can be pretty much game over in that 10-minute period. Hey, mate, I reckon you're, you're spot on there. Put them on report, let the judiciary sort it out, but just play on and keep them on the field. Unless, unless I guess, the devil's advocate side of that, Cardi, is that if there's someone who has definitely been injured and, and can't play on because of an illegal tackle, then, then do you see a sin bin coming into place if the opposition or if your team loses a man, then shouldn't the other? Um, I, I think that's again, it's going to make it sort of complicated for us. I, I think most of us are in agreement that a hip drop tackle is, is, well, for the sake of a better term, it's not something that we go out and do on purpose. I, I can absolutely guarantee it's nothing that's ever been practiced in any, any side that I've ever had to do, had to do with it. Yeah. It just seems to be something that has evolved, um, whether, you know, more, uh, the game has got quicker and more guys are, are poking their nose through the line, which drags the defender behind. Or I'm not 100% sure why it's happening, but I, I can guarantee you that it's, that it's never been practised. Now, I think we're getting away from what the sin bin was originally used for as well, mate. It was never used for 
anything like that. Originally, it was just to go in and cool down, two blokes having a fight, both sides down to 12, see us in 10 minutes. But it's, you know, now to, to pick and choose when someone goes to the sin bin. I saw one in the Canberra game the other night where a guy actually got penalised for a hip drop and he wasn't sin bin. So I, I don't, I, I really wish that they'd make that call straight to the, uh, you know, they, they view it. And if there's a problem, we fix it up Monday. Um, and then, like I say, the more and more sin bins in the game, I think the games are becoming more of a lottery. Mate, one thing you uh, can give us an insight into is how's the skipper, a- a- Adam Reynolds, um, after his head knock, I guess. <laughs> I know it was sort of self, uh, self-inflicted, self but how is he and is he a chance for Thursday night? Mm, mate, as of yesterday, no, mate. He, he was on the, the worst side of the, the protocol, so that's an 11-day stand down. I yep. think the rule stands that you've got to get special permission or you know take some sort of special test to be able to get cleared. So that hasn't happened. Uh, his shoulder and his neck are okay. He's been carrying a bit of a shoulder for a few weeks, like nothing major, just wear and tear like most of the boys have from all clubs at, at this stage of the year. Uh, I'd, mate, I'd be surprised. Uh, he's ticking all the boxes. I, I'd be very surprised if he wasn't available for the following week. It was Anyone that's had any sort of neck, you know, a, a, a weakening of the, the, the neck when you hit the ground, it, it can be quite scary, you know. So I, I, I think... Uh, all the precautions were taken and, and they took him to the shed and he started to feel a lot better, you know, as that rolled on. But the, the concussion was the one that sort of that held him back this week. How, how much strife was he in with? I mean, we heard reports of pins and needles. Was it, was it that bad, that severe? I, I think initially, mate, you, 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 when it happens to you, you certainly panic. You know, you know, you hit the ground awkwardly and there's, you, there's an awful sort of shudder when you hit the ground and, mm. You can tend to panic, well, as we all would, when it's that part of your body, you know, it can be quite serious. So I think initially it's just, you know, you're in a little bit of shock, stay still. Yeah, I've got some pain in my neck. Um, and then the, the medico is very good at, at assessing and, and, you know, how to treat those types of things. So they took all the precautions. Uh, he got back into the shed. He was sick and sorry after the game, but uh, he felt a lot better the next morning. Uh, John Cartwright, my guest this morning, assistant coach of the Brisbane Broncos. Big test this Thursday night uh, up against the Panthers. It was the one test that you passed in round one. Uh, how much of a different team uh, are they and you, for that matter, coming into round 12? Yeah, I, I think we've been very consistent. I think we started really well, which, we, you know, we have done. Uh, we did the uh, previous year as well. We've, now our challenge is to stay consistent. A really tough period for all clubs coming now. Um, you know, the cold weather starts to set in and, and origin players um, start to play. Uh, so, you know, your you really influential players are, are starting to double up their game. So it's a really uh, testing period for us. And yeah. it'll be the same thing for Penrith. I think I think they've had a bit of a, a shock over the last couple of weeks. They, they, they lost a couple in a row, one to the Tigers. Um, and then... I think the, the realisation of that, uh, the Roosters felt the brunt of that last week. That was as good a performance I've seen for not only this year, probably for the last couple of years. Uh, uh, just a talented side like the Roosters who pride themselves on the scoreboard um, to put them away by 40-odd points. And they're pretty close to full strength, the Roosters. It's uh, a, bit of a warning for every other side in the comp that you know, Penrith are still there. Well, it, was a, it is that time of year when origin selection comes into mind. I know this is going to be the last game you have before you lose players to origin, but 
that what we saw last week, Penrith and their players trying to cement their origin spots. Uh, I know yours were going through the same. This round, is it too late by now, Cardi, for players to to get an origin spot or could it come down to this weekend with the teams being picked on Monday? Uh, both states or Queensland have been Queensland for a long time, haven't they? You know, they stick solid. I think if you've been part of that side that won last year and, and you've been playing and you you know, you formed consistent, I don't think those guys will have anything to worry about. New South Wales sort of have, have been more of a side that will change according to form. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting, you know, with, with Tommy Trevojevic, uh, what, the, what they do with him, like, Campbell Graham's probably the form centre of the whole competition at the moment. I, I don't think they could go into the into the game without him there. Whether that's you know centre and wing and, and Tom in the centre, so there's probably a few little areas like that that New South Wales uh, will clear up. I think the Queensland team. I think will be. You know, there's been a lot of talk about you know whether they will or won't play Caelan Ponger. I think he just had to get through uh, fit. It just helped that he had such a big game last week. It'll you know Huge. probably cement his role on the side as far as the public's concerned. But I think. They're, they're going to be pretty close to what they decide to beat New South Wales last year, I would imagine. I know the team gets named in a couple of hours. Uh, do we see Corey Oates' name? Well, I say the team, the, the Broncos team. <laughs> do, do we see Corey Oates' name on the team sheet this week? I know he's been trying really hard to get back. I don't think so, mate. I think it, that'd be a really early... Uh, yeah. I was initially saying six weeks, and I don't think it's been... It's probably been closer to three or four weeks, so... Yeah. Look, he's working really, really hard uh, every day, you know, days off, um, doing everything he possibly can. I'm sure he'll come back early, but probably just a, a bridge too far this week. All right, mate. Appreciate your time and the insight as well. Everything from hip drops to origin and, and Adam Reynolds and taking on the Panthers. You've got a big task Thursday night. Uh, go well, Cardi. Thank you. Good on you, Benny. Here we go. John Cartwright, assistant coach at the Broncos. Um, that was an insight, wasn't it? Because we know that Adam Reynolds, when he first did that injury, uh, it was under the uh, under the concussion protocols of a Category 2 and was hoping to be right, but obviously has deteriorated uh, in that time. Uh, SEN.com is the place to find your official SEN merch. Right now, though, it's time for a break.